episode 160 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you? I know it's hot down there. Oh, man. How are you, been, bro? Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's like 100. Tri- we got triple digits over here where I'm at. And <laughs> it's every day, Arturo. Like, I, that I think sucks. what it is, though, is, yeah. That's it for life. You know what I mean? It's it's all just going to go up. Winter's Yeah, up. right? Yeah. Like, we got to just get used to this kind of heat right now. Yeah, right? it's going to get to, like, 110s and then 120s. And then soon this is going to become Mars from Total Recall. Yo, uh, I gonna mean, freaking, yo. It's going to be that hot and our head is going to explode. Bro. I hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's a Anyways. St- I know, right? Yeah, like, I'm hoping for a steady uptake, you know, but. Yeah, dude. Um, so uh, jumping into, down there. Yes. It's hot up here, but I know it's hotter down there so stay cool my man yeah so jumping in uh so we got the coming attractions this week uh so we're jumping on the exorcist believer trailer again mostly because now it's online and so now the buddies at home at this point if they didn't get to see oppenheimer now they've seen Mm -hmm. this trailer and uh so on second watch i don't know how i'm feeling arturo i like it's I don't, I don't know. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? You know what? On second watch, I'm still digging it, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I do. Um, me and Tex uh, talk all the time off air about the David Gordon Green effect. Right. Um, how, the, you know, Halloween 2018 was just like really good. And then after that, like we saw a really cool trailer for Halloween kills. Right. Yes. And then it was just Garbo after that, you know. Yeah. Um, so I am a little cautious walking into this because of that experience with uh, DGG. But um. Um, to be honest, this this looks kind of cool. I'm really, uh, really for me, it's that double possession gimmick. I'm, right. I'm kind of digging that. Um, and the girls look look to be doing a really good job. Um, and that really like gnarly, you know, you know possessed uh, makeup and stuff. I know in the trailer they bring back the original. You know, mom, Ellen Burson, who, uh, you know, last episode, <laughs> she she wasn't with us anymore. So I apologize about that. She's going strong, luckily. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah she's back, which is great. Um, so that's a really cool thing to have that original connection. I'm just curious to see how they're going to work that in, because in the trailer um, and towards the last part of the trailer, we see a lot of um, the callbacks from the original yes. Reagan possession. Right. So that's the thing. It's, you know, it, I, I still feel like what we said last time is apt now that, you know, now yeah. that we got to see it again for more context and it wasn't just like, a, you know, that we're kind of like, oh, was this in the trailer? Was this not in the trailer? That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, you know, the TV show, perfect sequel already, right? Like, it, yeah, yeah. Agreed. So that first season, go watch that first season. And the other thing is the David Gordon Green effect, like you said. But at the same time, it's do they have that good first idea? Do they have that good idea for that sequel, right? It's like, do they have that one thing? Yeah. Yeah, because the trilogy might not be great. You know, we're already throwing out the trilogy. No one's looking for a trilogy of this thing. They tried that, like, you know, back when the original came in. There Mm -hmm. was two and three and four and some other spinoffs and stuff like that. But those never really clicked. Right. Right. But um, my concern is here exactly what Tex mentioned, that we already had the um, the callback to the original story, right, yeah. in that show in season one, which was done absolutely brilliantly. And if you guys haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend it. It is on Hulu um, and anywhere you can watch any um, Fox material. But that was that's what my concern is. Like, if you're bringing this person back, we already did this already, and it was very good yeah. and very well done. And on national TV, you know, on national broadcast, for God's sake. Yeah. And they got away with a bunch of awesome, gnarly things um, in that show. So this is um, this has to live up to that, to be honest with you. Like, it's not like we haven't had any exorcist material after the first one. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like this is it's nothing new. And on top of that, we have had a slew of possession movies um, throughout, you know, you know, the course of the last five years. Um, the Pope's Exorcist, you know, is one that we just uh, <laughs> yeah. reviewed I was over like, here. We just had um, like one this yeah. year already or, or two yeah. and then if you want to talk general possession not just demon stuff we're talking about like two of them today you know so, we got a double feature that's actually like worthwhile to watch yeah. you know so, so um you're right yeah. you're right it's the this, yeah the odds this are one stacked, has a, right like it's it yeah. has a lot to live up to man like honestly like this is why i i'd prefer these these directors who have success with a franchise once right to kind of try your own thing you know Mm -hmm. like try an original movie you know um trying to rehash these 
these classic, you know, IPs, you know, from the, you know, the ashes is it's, it's honestly, it's not worth it anymore. You know, yeah. like the stories are never really good. Like th this is why 2018 is an outlier because like that story of Laurie Strode and that focus has never been done and it should have been done already. And it finally was done with 2018 Halloween. Right. right. But after that, no one like, what, what are we doing here? Like yeah, and we so, are doing another possession movie, but how is that? How, like, as I mentioned before, we've seen a lot of possession, and you just slap the name Exorcist on there, and you you know it's yeah, it's just because it's, it's you know? the brand name, right? And so that's what it is. Is yeah. we we talked about this last time too, where it's like you know, does the brand help it at all? Does the brand elevate it? And I guess that's what we'll see. Is you know that'll be the ultimate test that we get. That'll be the the get us to believe in it. If you know. If they have that one good idea and if the brand helps elevate the, the concept. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so moving on with the coming attractions yep. is uh, we got TV offerings with Amazon Prime with the double hitter that came out nice. over the course of that San Diego Comic-Con weekend. You know, we already had a lot to talk about, so we couldn't squeeze them in. So um, Invincible season two, we reviewed the first season of Invincible. Both loved it. You know, both loved yep. how it came to awesome. an end, too. And uh, season two starting in November. Uh, there's also an Adam Eve episode already on Amazon Prime, like uh, already like yes. a, a special about her, like her origins. So uh, go check that out. But season two, I'm excited because as someone who's read the comic and who's currently reading like ahead and from where I was, uh, yeah, because I stopped reading like in the middle of like the 70s or something like that i forget where but yeah. but yeah same here but yeah like season two has it's gonna have angstrom in it and angstrom is like this dude who you know it, we're getting multiverse stuff and i know multiverse at this point is played out but in invincible they don't you know it's really just one universe he goes to it's not like it's not like wild stuff like that but the the multiverse stuff is mainly for the angstrom levy stuff uh who you know he's a scientist who's like oh man he figured something out and then all of a sudden he's like oh well let me go recruit all the other bees from across the multiverse and like you know it's it's one of those situations rather than like oh invincible suddenly needs to go to like a universe and team up with another invincible. No, it's it's a little different. So I'm I'm curious to see because now it before it used to be the like oh multiverse. It was a cool idea in the comic, and now it's like at this point it's like uh oh. At this point, it's like okay, <laughs> let's saturate the market again. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays. Yeah, out. I'm excited as well because um as you all know, as Sex mentioned, we did review the first season. We all loved it, and I'm excited where it left off. Left off at this big kind of like super downer right yeah um and i'm curious um to see how they bring that back to life like i read the comic books i didn't get as far as you did but i got past you know the first season for sure yeah. so i'm curious how they bring that all to light um it looked great i am hoping it continues to look great you know right. th that they didn't slack on that quality of the production and i know it's been when did the first season come out it wasn't exactly last yeah, year right? it yeah. was the year before that right it, it's it was a pandemic drop so as far as i know yeah, like yeah, it's so, all in the blog yes dude, so like, we've been waiting yeah. for this one for a little bit and <laughs> and i'm really excited about it they got um great cast of, of, of voice actors of, of actors and actresses all around just to you know voice all these characters and they showcase that like and they throw it right at you in this teaser trailer and the teaser trailer they don't show much that's why i'm excited because they're not showing the good stuff right, you know yeah but they but they wanted to showcase all the awesome voices attached to this project and text i'm very excited and i'm also very excited for our next upcoming attraction right yes um a, a, a spin-off of the boys gen v right yes. which is um um i'm not too certain about the timeline so you might need to correct me on that i actually but, uh, don't know before? i don't know either or, like the whole thing yeah, is right? like it's just a school where they raise all those babies that they've been making so it's like yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm i'm very curious i don't know i i think it's one of those things where it's like i i don't think timeline's going to matter too much i i hope that's the case yeah. it's more just like you know the way it looks it just looks like an excuse for us to get like these kinds of wild stories with teens with superpowers yeah. you know so it's like I do hope, though, Tex, that it doesn't desensitize us to that kind of world since we are getting, what, um, a 
four, right? You know? Of the boys. That's true. But also, Arturo, like, that's the thing is the boys seems kind of like to, like, I don't know. It, it seems like it's pulling away from, like, the wilder stuff. Like, yeah. Like, of course, you know, in season three, we yeah. have the, the tiny dude, you know, jumping into like the, you know, the, the giant schlong. And then, you know, we have, the, yeah. we have those moments, you know, the orgies and stuff like that. Like we, we have those moments, but at the same time, I don't know. It might be like, oh, we're getting a little serious. So it's like. Yeah, it got more focused, right? Yeah. Especially at Homelander. Yeah. Right. So it's so, like, oh. Uh, now he has a kid involved. So who knows how, how wild they're going to, you know. It, do stuff yeah, and, now that the kid's probably going to be like you know a part of the yeah, story the entire time and it's going to get political and it's going to like i feel like oh, yeah. that's the thing it's like i i'm hoping that's the case that's like oh, okay well we're going to do a little more of the you know we're going to do more story over here so over yeah. in this one this is where we're going to do the the wild all that wild stuff yeah, you guys wanted yeah, yeah that's you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, that, the boys has not disappointed. Yeah, that's the um, other thing. I got you know, full confidence. Since it's yeah. Inception. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about this one. It looks fun. Um, it, it seems to be in the same kind of, uh, you know, mature adult vein. Like they're not holding back as the boys don't. Right. Um, so I'm excited about this one, folks. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so if you haven't caught the boys, go on Amazon Prime, go catch up. Uh, there's plenty of time to catch up before the new season. Yeah. Uh, when is this one drop text? Uh, man. Uh, I have not done my research, Arturo. I feel bad about this. I, I want to say. I'm sorry, I just put you on the spot. But anyway, I think it drops at some point in the fall. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, all the Amazon stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was, <laughs> all the Amazon stuff seems to be coming out during the fall. So, um, But yeah, but we're definitely going to stay tuned for that one because September it's 29th, content, folks. And, September 29th. So, uh, there you go. So, especially the, um, during the time of the strike, I'm glad we're getting this new content. Yeah. So I, I am very happy so for that. We, we are going to watch it and we'll, we'll let you know how it turns out. Uh, so yeah, I hope, I hope fingers crossed for everything we've just talked crossing about my here. Fingers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> crossing my fingers. And now folks, with that said, it's time for our feature presentation. got a good double feature for you guys today for sure man i'm very excited to talk about these movies um especially our our headliner for the day but uh, b- before we get to the headliner let's uh, go over um disney's uh haunted mansion the new iteration of uh, disney's haunted mansion um and uh you know what like um for um a family you know in the summertime i say go pay for it um it's a great way to get the kids out of the house and into the theaters to watch something spooky you know, um, on for a person with no kids and stuff, I would say you can wait for it on Disney. Um, but if you do have kids, I definitely recommend taking them. It, it is for me in an entry level kind of, uh, you know, spook fest there for the kids. It does feel a little long. It felt a little long to me, especially during the second act there. But um, it was fun. Tex, what do you think? Pay for it. Wait for it. Stay away from it. You know, it's funny the way you, you framed that where, you know, because, uh, you know, those those are our experiences, right? Like you, yeah. you have kids, you're taking your kids to see this. I don't. And I was exactly going to say, hey, wait for it to hit Disney Plus in October yeah. when it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure that by October we'll we'll get a digital release or a Disney Plus release. Yeah, because it's a 45 day window or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? So it's gonna fall right in line with the you know you know spooky season. That's there. the only way that this movie coming out in July would make sense, you know, because it's like it's not really yeah. like a, a summer blockbuster type. That's deal. a great point text why would they release it in july and not like during october and so i'm hoping like i'm hoping it's like uh you know they're they're aiming it so that when the disney plus thing does hit they could be like oh you know because they don't have like a hocus pocus 2 to rely on this year they don't have like a big budget like here's our thing even that wasn't much to rely on but yeah but you get what i'm saying though right where (laughs) it's like disney plus was like this is our big thing for october so yeah the haunted mansion would fit perfectly with that. And so with that said, yeah, yeah, just wait for Disney Plus. Even honestly, yeah. Even as Arturo said, even if you do have like you do have kids, maybe, you know, they'd be better served like you know, we haven't seen it yet, but maybe te- there's Ninja Turtles out there, there's Barbie, you know, there's there there are movies out there that maybe like more I don't know. Like I'm curious to see what you think about that Arturo, but but yeah, in terms of the movie, like it's it's solid. That's the thing. Like it's not like it's a bad movie. Like I'm not saying wait for it in that sense. It's more just like a yeah, that was 
that was fun, but also, yeah, watching a Disney Plus, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to. I definitely have to disagree on that point. My kids had fun watching the movie. Okay. Um. Uh, so that's good. Them and believe it or not, the adults that that were in the theater with the kids were laughing it up too as well. Okay. Good. Like all the jokes were hitting right. Oh um, yeah. Like I'll agree term, there too. Yeah. Yeah. Like in terms of like an overall like experience, everyone um had fun in that theater. Like everyone actually enjoyed the movie. Um, the kids that were there were were laughing. Um, you know, in the spooky, scary parts, they were doing the little, you know, the, the little let me shy away from the screen thing. Um, but um it hit all the right notes okay, for good. a child. Good. Um, which is in my experience, like it's good to take them to that stuff. Okay, good. Um, especially um, yeah, you have Barbie, but Barbie isn't really a kid movie. That's true. Like thinking back on it now, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. It really isn't. Like if you have like um a tween, a young adult, you know, preteen kind of thing, yes, by all means, you know. Um, you know, like Barbie for sure will be in line with that mentality. Remember, like, you know, these kids like mature like mentally in different ages and stuff like that. So Barbie was a little up there, in my opinion. So, but um, like for instance, this week does nothing but haunted mansion, you know. Like people already saw Barbie. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? True. People um I, I don't think Elemental is in theaters anymore. No, it's not. Um, oh man, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So um like this movie, I still say pay for it if you're a parent. Um, if you're looking to take something, you know, like if you're looking to take your kids out and experience like a horror esque, a Jace kind of like movie, you know, like like I said in my review, an entry level experience for the kids. Um, I think it's worth it. Um, as a person who loves horror, I I love I love all kinds of horror, but I understand that there is a certain you know maturity that comes to watching horror you can't just throw everything at them so it's good to see a movie that kind of still you know does a little spooky stuff well and still you know it looks good and it has a decent story good comedy um it's good to put that out there in the ether it's like um it's like let's say if you know we were you know kids back in the day which we were and we were going to go see gremlins in theaters you know what i mean yeah um, it does have that vibe of like you know it's in that vein. yeah you know, let's you know let's Show the kids something a little fun. Yeah. Maybe they won't speak totally well, you know what I mean, because of certain images. But, like, in my opinion, as a parent and, and as a, a critic, I think this was a, a movie very well done for kids. Yeah. That's um, a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, so, um, but me personally, like, I think it's a, it, it's a way for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you don't have children, like, m- my critique is solely based on the kid factor. They got it right. Um, as a person who enjoys a Disney World, it'd be cool to see them, you know, update the ride itself um, in Disney um, to kind of, you know, showcase uh, the new um, updated looks of these ghosts and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. But um, yeah, like I was saying before, this movie had some good comedy stuff that, you know, yeah, surprisingly yeah. funny. So Vita that, and Wilson. No, no. So that's the thing. I don't know anything about the ride. It's the same thing with like yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about this ride. I don't know any of the ghosts. I don't, you know. So like the, yeah, yeah. the whole yeah, time. Yeah, me either. Like the whole time I was wondering, yeah. I was like, okay, so, you know, are these ghosts from the ride? Are these like, uh, I'm sure the hat box ghost is, you know, right? But all that stuff is it like is part so of it. is like, it all it not, like all the designs the ride itself is when uh for instance um you know when um when tiffany haddish's character got in that big old seat you know with the round back uh-huh. and everything right that is what the ride you know cart looks like oh you know? okay yeah yeah and it takes you through like the haunted mansion like that like the way they you know got taken you know like fast you know certain things you know and then like the walls going up like there were a bunch of aspects of the ride um that were you know thrown in this movie and i and i was like and i thought that was pretty cool and, and okay pretty cool yeah. tactic to kind of yeah like tie them both together because i know nothing of haunted mansion besides the, that it's a ride at disney yeah you know and, like that <laughs> so, is that yeah. is pretty cool that like you know because for someone like me it, it just translated as like uh, haunted house stuff that they were just doing like yeah kooky haunted house things and so you know that's stuff i enjoyed like uh so getting into it i i like the setup a lot like i mm-hmm. I, I do love the setup you know of it, it took me a while like it, it took me a second to get used to like how people are dressed in this movie you know because it's like it you know because it's very old yeah. old tiny you know because rosario dawson's but character it, is like like modern day time though yeah yeah because she was um, she was dressed in like a like a period looking outfit but had a cell phone you know? her kid was too yeah, right yeah but yeah. but had like an iphone with her you know 
And so, like, it, it took me a second to be like, oh, okay, so this is just, this is still just modern times. They just decide to dress this way. So once I got over that, like, uh, you know, um, it, but that's not really like an issue either. It's a, it's a non-issue kind of thing. It was just like a weird, yeah. a weird production thing. Yeah, it is. It is too, because I wonder, I'm like, why is this kid dressed like yeah, that? You know? And then he does say um, it later yeah. that that's his choice to like dress like that. And that's why he gets made fun of at school. And, you know, okay. It's like, it all yeah. gets explained and I'm like, okay, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, but beyond that, like, I like the setup that, you know, the whole thing is about like Keith Stanfield's character, you know, who, you know, he, who he was, he was a scientist before that. He met, you know, he met his future wife, you know, or he met his wife and, you know, suddenly became more interested in ghosts and kind of got made fun of uh, like for making a ghost camera essentially yeah but then you know then he he starts getting depressed because he loses his wife his wife passes away and the whole thing is like he's become this jaded guy who gets involved in this haunted mansion situation you know from uh owen wilson who is a priest uh you know (laughs) so we find out the whole thing of that later but you know the whole yeah what it is is once he goes into the mansion he finds out that he's haunted by these ghosts even if he tries to go back home so they're all kind of stuck there and eventually, yeah, I think that's good gimmick there. Yeah, like I, I like the idea, and eventually they get Tiffany Haddish, she's medium character in there. Uh, Harriet, I want to say her name was. I forget. I'm already blanking yes, on her name. Yes, then, yeah, 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 Harriet. I think yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito just pull. He gets to, Danny DeVito gets to do some Frank stuff in here, some Frank Reynolds. So like that's the stuff I oh, love. So good. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> ah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Danny DeVito comes in, and they're all basically they're all stuck in this house with all these ghosts, and you know have to figure out what the deal is. And, and so, yeah. suddenly it's like they find out that there's a lead ghost played by Jared Leto, who like I'm glad they change up his voice and stuff, and we don't really have to look at him. You know, like, yeah, like like I think. I totally forgot that it was a Jared Leto, right? Because yeah. they say at the beginning with the credits, they put all the credits in the, you know, in the front of the movie yeah. there. And you see, you know, he's the guy in the ghost hat. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think the only time I, I remembered it was him, it was in the, you know, in the painting. I'm like, yeah. oh, that looks like a, a, they, a young a Jared Leto from 30 Seconds to Mars. When they gave us the, the Aleister Crump, uh, that's his name, the Hatbox Ghost, when they gave yes. us his origin story, which was coolly presented, by the way. I did like the way it like yes. kind of did like an old-timey painting kind of like walking us through it. Definitely dig it, yeah. And so that's the only time I really see his face, and the rest of it is just the CG ghost, and smart move, by the way. They like... They toned yeah, up his totally fine. They like uh, changed the reverb on his voice and stuff like that, so we couldn't even tell it was him. So like, I wonder, you know, I, I wonder how into it he actually got, and they had to like fix everything in post. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I appreciate all those little things for us to forget that it was Jared Leto, right? But yes, but yeah, right. The Doctor Morbius, or you're not messing with this one. Yeah, and so you know, I I say all this to say in the summary and all that to say like I I like I liked it. Like I that's the thing is like it's not like a bad watch, you know. And and like you said, Otero, you know, it's, I'm glad it, it plays out for the kids really well. Yeah, because yeah. because like yeah, the spooky stuff actually works. I will say that too. Like I, yeah, like, it does. It really does. Yeah, I, I like the yeah. Um, I like the haunted house no, stuff. It, it was just very yeah, very like, smart, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really does. And 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 again, like um, we say wait for it because there are other things that we think you should watch in theaters, like Barbie and Oppenheimer right. and stuff like that. That you won't get that same experience at home. Maybe Oppenheimer, um, but Barbie, just go watch that in theaters, legit. But like this one, as um, we mentioned before, like um, it's just that there's so much content that we feel that there's other things that you should kind of watch in theaters. But this one, um, wholeheartedly, like it's a good package. It's a good deal. Yeah. Um, it, it, in terms of the spooks as well, it's definitely well done. Like you do get them, you know, some, you know, really well done spooky moments. The ghosts look great. Um, it looks like, a, it looks like they, um, it took the, you know, you, you remember the, um, the ghost from that uh, ghost bust rehash with uh, Melissa McCarthy and stuff like that. Right. Right. Uh, so they took that kind of visual of ghosts and they kind of refined it and toned back all the bright colors and stuff like that. And the ghosts look really good. I love the gimmick itself that, that the ghosts attached to them the minute they enter the house because it's a good way to keep them in that one location yeah. you know and to kind of just showcase what the haunted house can really do so i, I really do appreciate that they it, it, like figured out a way to not 
go too far away from the haunted house. Because as we saw a text, like in the middle of, that, of Act Two, where they go to find um, an actual item that, uh, you know, the Crump um, actually owned, right? It gets really slow, the movie. Yeah, it gets, like, you know, that's, it drags that's a little the bit. one thing, like, is that, like... Yeah, when you're away from the house, it, it, it kind yeah, of Yeah, like, th- that's the big thing. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a two-hour movie, and so, like... I really feel like there was a, you know, maybe an hour 45 version that would have really worked or like, yeah, yeah, when they go to leave the house and go get the hats, there's a, you know, there are some cameos that don't like that are like, oh, this is kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. The Nona Ryder one was like, okay, you know, cool that you're here. But like the joke goes on too long where, you know, she's like explaining stuff and Lakeith Stanfield's going, well, did that belong to him? And she's like, no. And it's like, well, yeah, like, we really only needed that, like, once, right? Like, that joke... No, you could have had Aubrey Plaza do that for less money, probably. (laughs) Yeah, like, that joke really only worked the first time, and then it kept going. Yeah. And, like, you know, then there's a a Dan Levy, uh, you know, cameo, and he's, like, another tour guide, and he's got, like, his own gimmick of, like, oh, I'm I'm the fun one, or whatever. And it's, like, felt completely unnecessary. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, this, yeah, it's superfluous. And it's like, you could have cut that whole thing out, you know, maybe put the top hat in the mansion itself, like hidden within it or something, you know, like that, that's my only thing is you're, you're completely right. Is when they go get the top hat, when they leave the house, it, it gets, it gets a little slow and it gets, you know, but when they're back in it and by the time you get yeah. to like the climax, you get the third act, like, yo, I was in, like, I was like, yo, yeah, I, you're in it. I was yeah. like, this is a yeah. fun, like, I was like back in, I was like, this is a yeah, fun Yeah, because movie. like the stakes have got, you know, have gotten so high at that point. You're like, yo, get back to the house, dude. You don't like the house is going crazy while these guys are looking for this hat. Yeah, right? yeah. And like, they, like they finally get there. And then you're, again, as you mentioned, you're back into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, a full force. And the um and act three of this thing was fun. It was a nice little like, you know, horror kind of ending there where you like in the cemetery. Yeah, it, was it was very Krampus like, yeah, right? Total, like, <laughs> yeah, it was total horror movie ending. Like that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there were still jokes, but it's like, no, the, that's a portal to hell that he's standing over, you know? Yeah, it's a portal to yeah. hell. It's like he has to, you know, figure out his sacrifice and all that stuff. So again, this is why I say it's it's a good way to get the kids involved in the scary stuff, you know, like at a nice young age, yeah. at, at a Disney approved age, you're yeah. right? Yeah, that's a great like, point. Uh, that's a yeah. great way to put it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And from there, you can show them garbage like Boogeyman if yeah, you want. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, you know, and the cast is solid enough. Like, Lakeith Stanfield, he isn't great yeah. all the time. You know, because he, like, that's the thing. He has to play, like, a down version. Like, I don't, I don't know how to yeah. describe it. He has to play. I think, yeah, I think that's the... Because he's super yeah, talented. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's the, I'm wondering if that's the character. You know what I mean? Like he, I think that's the character okay. in the writing because like he's very talented, and you can see it in the scenes that require the emotion that's right. needed of a, a of a widower. Like he brings out. Like oh that. yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? I like, was feeling without it. a problem. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, like yeah. Um, like all those little like you know like uh, very deep emotional moments, he hits them like super well. But his character is a little awkward at times. Yeah. I think that's the way it's it, it was written in the script, honestly, because that whole like, for example, that hit his introduction to Gabby uh, or Rosario Dawson's character. It's very, very awkward, very kind of like clunky, yeah. you know. Um, and then when again, when the ghosts bring them back, is when you know you, you really get going with these characters. But um, um, yeah, it was written a little clunky, but he does a great job. Yeah, so he, he was it was good. It was good. Uh, you know, my my only thing was yeah, it was a little clunky. There are moments like that in this movie that like thinking about it in retrospect that if you cut those out, you know, we probably would have. But at the same time, for what it is, you know, it's just a solid time. Like just. Watching a Disney Plus, you know, and like you said, uh, I do agree with Arturo. If you have a family, you know, go have a fun, spooky time in the summer. You know, that's my other thing. Is yeah, like, like out of all the out of all the release times, like that's the only thing that would make sense to me is like they release it now so they can have it on Disney Plus in October. You know? Yeah, yeah, it, it makes total sense. Uh, um, Danny DeVito, like we said, awesome, and Owen Wilson, I think, are uh, steal the show in terms of the comedy stuff. Owen Wilson is doing you know oh, vintage Owen dude, Wilson things in yeah, here. Yeah, that's the. Um, oh, so I forgot good, to mention right? that. Yeah, like by, yeah, by the that's time, why I wanted to bring it up before we move on. But yeah, Owen Wilson's so dude, good. Dude, when movie. he like when he's fully in it for like the third act, you know, and he gets to do like his his thing, like really. 
really like it's because he's kind of playing around with something through the whole movie right and yeah i don't want to and it works so yeah well. i don't want to spoil it because you know because that's part of like the f- it's like i gotta do my morning prayers yeah. right? <laughs> and, and, and they're like but it's nighttime no it's 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 daytime and wrong. yeah yeah and you know and he's like oh you mind <laughs> if i so set us up with a prayer and he's like God, just give us a break. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I don't want to spoil what his gimmick is. I've been trying to dance yeah, no, around no, it. But he's he's good. Yeah. He's an awesome priest. Yeah, um, that's a fun and part. Devito of- as a little scientist <laughs> and his and his freaking like plastic raincoat he wears throughout the Dude, movie. So good. I, so yeah, like that's the thing too. Like these characters are fun. Like you know, Dan Devito. Uh, they like Owen Wilson figures out he's possessed because Dan Devito's like, oh, what's happy hour? You know. And we see before Danny B was like, oh, happy hour at the Benny Hanna and stuff like that. And like, and even Tiffany Haddish's medium, <laughs> she's great too. Cause like um, the whole sage thing, the whole like, you know, you don't know if she's got powers, but she does. And it's like, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it, it all plays it's out. It's very, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very good. Um, And this is why like, you know, like it's a good time, especially in this heat wave. It's a good time to turn off the air conditioners, save a little energy, you know, especially with the kids at home and out of school, take them to the theater for a couple hours, you know, and then, and then uh, have a good time. Uh, that being said next up in our double feature not a kid's movie keep them at home because this is purely just an awesome fantastic horror movie text we finally have one here with talk to me a24 thank you yeah thank you a24 (laughs) for finally giving us a really good horror movie this year man you know a24 like we we've talked at length about this studio right and it's like you know, they pick, they distribute a lot, they produce their own, and it's like, not all of them are hits because of it, right? And so this time, mm-hmm. you know, and you come to expect a certain, like, artsy-fartsy thing with them, too, when when they even distribute something. When they pick up a, they pick up a license to a movie, yeah. it's usually like, oh, this is highbrow stuff. And yes. thankfully, no. Like, I could, we can safely say, okay, so... Uh, let's start out with this, Artero. What do you think? Pay for it, wait for it, stay away from it. Absolutely pay for this thing um, as soon as you can, especially for a horror fan. Text, wait for it, pay yeah, for it, no, stay away pay from for it. it. Like, it's a total pay for it. Like, it, like the reason I was saying all that is because, like, when you – I could thankfully say that this isn't, like, artsy-fartsy. You know, there isn't, like – No, it's not. It's, 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 not. it's not some, like, hoity-toity gimmick that it's like, oh, no. Like, this is straight up, uh, like, Haunted Mansion. This is straight up a ghost and possession movie and, like, spirits yeah. and spirit worlds. Like, like in Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion, there's a whole spirit world sequence. There's spirit worlds yeah, here. Dude, you it's, know, the, it's wild yeah. how much uh, – <laughs> um, not – alike they are but in themes yeah. right like in themes that are definitely super alike and it was wild because um i saw haunted mansion afterwards and i'm like holy shit like i saw this, this shit yesterday yeah, to a crazier level yeah, you know what i mean same here and <laughs> same here and that's what i mean like it's so funny like seeing that like seeing that stuff play out it's you know it was just a funny double feature that it worked out but like yeah. in talk but um, in talk but, to me man like you know we've been wanting yeah. to talk about this since we've seen it because it's yes. just like um we've been wanting to talk about this um i've been wanting to talk about a good horror movie and i finally have one that i can you know shout it at the top of the mountain go watch this thing and i'm very happy about that it uh, kind of warms my heart as a, a horror critique a horror critic um, and somebody who's, um, you know, who just loves horror. Yeah. This year, like I said before, the best we've got, um, honestly, was a, a sick from Peacock. And that was at yeah, the beginning it was like of the a year. Streaming release. You know? Like we finally and it was a streaming we release too. something yeah. in the theater that we could. In, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and uh, first and foremost, before we get to break this down, shout out to A24, who was one of the first studios out there to actually, you know, approve contracts and, you know, uh, with their writers and their yeah. actors and their workers and stuff like that. So awesome job for them. Um, you know, uh, great job doing the right thing because they do the right thing. It seems this is what happens. You get quality films like this every once in a while from the studio. Um, and um, this one comes straight from Australia, which again, I was not aware. I thought it was an English movie to me. Also yeah. based on the trailer, yeah, you didn't here. really um, hear any Australian accents in the trailer. Like yeah, that. So it was wild was, seeing all these Australian like movie brands, yeah, right? Pop it up. was definitely <laughs> tricky editing. So that's the thing. So that's a heads up. Like, you know, I do have to say that as a heads up. Like if you're, if you're checking it out, you don't know. And you maybe you yeah. have some kind of aversion 
aversion to like you know different accents or like you maybe you have trouble hearing stuff and so you know in those cases do wait till you can watch it with subtitles just in case but it's wild too because these dudes uh the filippo brothers i i don't know if that's how to properly say their name so apologies but they they actually had like a youtube channel before all this like they they, that's awesome they had like a big youtube channel in australia uh i don't raka raka i've never heard of it before but apparently they're they're a big deal and they're like and so they made a horror movie and it turned out to be like super good you know so yeah hey man like yeah let's start to break this down yeah man. like uh let's do this oh I- I really wanted to talk about this movie. Yeah. Uh, let's start from the beginning, right? Yeah, so, um, like, we get a kill. So, off the bat, yeah, you get a kill. Yeah. Like, uh, it, so it, it's confirmed to not be a kill later, spoilers, but you get violence, like, maybe like two, three minutes into the movie, which is something that, like, uh, we, we clock on here all the time about, like, okay, mm-hmm. when's the first kill? And you get one, like, immediately. So, uh, it's a good way to yeah. start things off. Um, yeah. A very good way. And then like it's um it's not just the kills, it's um the the way the kills the kill happens, right? Yeah. It's just kind of a shocking kind of thing. You don't expect it to happen. Um and that off the bat just got me stirring. Yeah. I mean, like for instance, remember like in Boogeyman when they just killed the baby in the yeah, beginning? And we thought we you know, were in for like, like that. I was like, Oh shit, okay, we, here we, we go. We thought right? we were in for so, a good time, yeah. right? We were like, Oh wow, we, were, we killed yeah, the baby. We were, yeah. I mean, we, we were terribly wrong <laughs> over there. But um yeah, it, 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 in this one, we were definitely in for a good time. So as Tex mentioned, <laughs> we get the brutality and we get everything um, right off the front. So off the bat, you're like, okay, we're kind of messing around with some brutality over here. And they weren't shying away from showing the kill as well. So we get to the gimmick here, all right, pretty much. There's this hand. We don't know much about it at all. Um, supposedly, according to the story in the movie, it was uh, uh, the hand of a medium that was cut off or something because she was seeing yeah. ghosts or something like that, right? What was like funny that, right? is that because, you know, because all the characters are kids, like they're all teenagers, like it's all rumors and like yeah it was either yeah it's all here yeah it was either the head of a medium that got cut off or it was like a i forget what the other thing like a satanist yeah right? yeah it was <laughs> a satanist a psychic all this other yeah. stuff and what's really awesome about that is that we that's it that's all we really kind of know that this hand gets passed down from one person to another just you know not like the you know the lament configuration from hellraiser where there's all this craziness behind it you no know, this so thing just like hey i i like that I like I, I yeah. kind of like that the I, I, the lore yes. the lore doesn't really matter because you know the thing is yeah. we see it in action that's the thing right it's yes exactly it's not just a story yeah right? yeah it, it's not just like a thing they say it's not someone explaining it to us like we've said in many times in movies when you explain the thing you you know oftentimes you lose that mystique and in explaining it that's where they fumble right like we always go back to lights out uh, we will we will bash it one more time because it's like all the time when, when they the time. as soon as they explained what the monster was ruined it it's a wrap yeah it ruined it completely and a recent yeah. example the little Boogie- mystique it had it was yeah, gone. a recent yeah. example boogeyman right as soon as they explained what it was <laughs> ruined it right and so done the hand, they were like, well, it might be this, it might be this, it might be this. Who and ultimately, the vibe is, who cares? Let's let's get to yeah. it, right? And so, yeah, exactly. It's such a like in the trailer, it looked like a cool thing. That's why we were taught, like, we were interested at first, mm-hmm. right? We we're like, well, shaking the hand of the thing, like, that's a fun little idea, yeah. right? And but no, dude, like seeing it in action is so like in the actual movie is so like yeah. yo, it's, yeah, they it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, just uh, one thing about the hand, like I really enjoy the gimmick because it's evergreen, yeah. dude. Like you can put this thing wherever it's the hand total can travel, franchise, to right? All, yeah, <laughs> all the ends of the earth, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I found this hand at a flea market, or oh, I, uh, my grandma had this hand in the, you know, in her closet or whatever, and she passed away. Or, it can pop up anywhere. So um, stay tuned probably for a bunch of sequels for Talk To Me. Talking to me too, you know what I mean? Yeah, look who's talking to, right? Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) so if, yeah, like if, uh, you know, if it were any studio other than A24, I like if this were Blumhouse, <laughs> if this were a Blumhouse thing, oh, we'd be like, we, it, it would have got announced already, right? Like, like, yeah, 
a sequel would have got announced, and then um, a, a prequel would have got announced as yeah, well. To show how the hand happened in the first place, the right? Origins of the hand, right? Yes. To show us whose whose hand that was. Uh, yeah. But the hand, though, Tex. The okay. Let's yeah, get to the gimmick here. Let's get the into minute, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The minute you shake that hand, dude, I did not expect to see how they executed this thing at all, and it was it blew me away, honestly. Like, yeah. So uh, uh, spoilers, spoilers yeah. for this, spoilers. yeah, because. It, even explaining the hand gimmick kind of gives away the the fun of seeing that first sequence play out, right? So, yeah. So, yes. So yes. Spoilers. The initial possession itself, yes. um, a spoiler, I don't say this very much, but that sequence, that first initial possession where Maya or Mia, I, Maya, I think it's Mia, um, first because yeah, they, they call her Mia, Mia right? as like a nickname. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So when Mia shakes the hand for the first time, scary yeah honestly Um, yeah (laughs) i don't say that a lot because i've just been i've been so desensitized to a lot of things but this was truly scary the last time i kind of felt this was when i saw the conjuring and it was during that deep possession moment where the witch really had a lily tomlin's character right and that was like whoa that was freaking creepy this one dude like i was so in. After this, I was like, throw me anything you got, dude. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, it was just so it was dude, even talking about it right now. I have goosebumps. Dude, it was so intense. Yeah, the way they, and then yeah, how they pulled it off, the way they do it, it's so yeah, in, it's yes. so interesting. Cause like, so leading in, it's visually interesting because you know, yes. so the whole thing is, you know, you shake the hand of the thing, you say talk to me. There's this whole like ritual thing, high school kid stuff, right? It's like it, it it's yeah. literally like Bloody Mary kind of like, you know, you do this to close open the spirit world and stuff like that. And so when yeah. they say talk to me, they immediately see uh like a thing shake like on the other side of it shaking their hand. What's great is that you don't you only see Mia's like which is so interesting right it's like you when you see that yeah. first one you're like whoa you're like yeah they they do it to where you get her point of view and then like when she gets possessed they like follow her head going back with the camera and stuff like that it's yeah the camera trick is very neat in this so thing and then the the makeup yeah. right they they blacken the eyes and the mouth area immediately once they uh, make that a connection with the yeah. hand and like it's, it just looks so good. Um, they're, I'm not sure what's practical in CG, but I don't care because it just looks, it looks good. good. That's what it's supposed to do. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and even the, the visions of the dead people. Like, dude, they spent some money on that practical. Yeah. They look awesome. The dead people, they looked awesome. And just that hand connection as we go through text put a spoiler down there so just real quick so as you continue to see the hand gimmick go you understand that this is kind of like the new drug amongst the kids pretty much you know like like we said where they're gathering together you know to you know i'm in a party it's like hey let's gather together let's see everyone touch this hand let's record it and stuff let's see um you know all the experiences and there's an awesome montage in this thing that shows how how this hand really spends like it, it's like the party you know what i mean it's legit like you know just passing the blunt around pretty much to everybody yeah, you know they, yeah, everybody take have a hand, hit. It was, it was awesome. their head goes back and they're like oh man that feels good or whatever and they each do wild and crazy things when they're under the influence of it and what's what's yeah. wild too is that what's so smart is that you don't see the ghosts for everybody. Like, once again, it's like you you only see the main character when she goes through it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I do love how it's like, okay, at first you're like, well, is this a thing? And they immediately confirm that, yeah, no, this this isn't like just a thing they're all seeing in their heads. Like, this is just like, this is literally a thing. And like, so I guess, uh, man, I know it's tough to talk about this one, right? Even though it's like, because... Okay, spoilers are still up. Okay, full, full. Yeah, we, yeah. We, like the only way to really talk about it is to spoil yeah, the show so, out of it because so like, getting into the so, plot itself, right? Like the actual. Yeah, so during that whole montage, yes. right, where the friends get together to you know take a hit out of this thing, pretty much for the entire night, yes. right? The little brother of one of the characters um, really wants to try it. So again, part of the gimmick is you have to, you cannot have the connection for more than ninety seconds. Yes. Because bad shit happens, right? So they were like, no, you can't try it too little, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, oh, how about if we just do it for 50 seconds, right? So they were like, okay, no harm, no foul. You know, it's less than the time needed. But then what happens here, right? Demons play demon shit, right? So the ghost that possessed this little kid was 
acting like Mia's mom, yes. right? What happens then? Oh no, don't sever the connection yet. Classic horror yes. stuff. And the theaters, you're like, you heard like, oh come on, you know, <laughs> which was great. I'm like, that's total classic horror stuff. But like, it had its tropes in here. But all the tropes that it did show, they were definitely like necessary to the story. You know, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's necessary you that moment in there to kind of continue, especially because her character, honestly, like Mia's character, is so broken, yeah. right? Um, it, it, she's going through so much emotional shit. This is why she's so susceptible to these demons. Apparently, that's the, the one thing demons have in common everywhere across I the know, world. I know, in Haunted Mansion, that was the gimmick too. Yeah. Know, yeah, people who are very vulnerable are the weak ones who are like emotionally broken and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the demons start to play a trick on me, and obviously, it's what they do. And it's great, as Tex mentioned, like, you don't see this. Like, you don't see a demon actually, like, you know, playing a trick on her. It's like, it's all done through the characters and this awesome makeup and these um, awesome sound editing that they, you know, use for, like, um, the voices of, like, of these demons and stuff like that and and then all of a sudden you know shit goes crazy and we get one of the most brutal scenes i've seen in a long time in theaters where this kid well, yeah this, he's a, this kid who's i possessed. was to say he's a, also a kid he's a fucking like, kid they made, he's like 12 like, or something so right that's a, so before we move on like that's the one thing yeah. i want to give credit to this movie is that like no it definitely did feel like these are kids doing kid stuff yeah and teenagers doing dumb kid shit which is why like when you get the tropes of like, oh, okay, maybe if we do the hand thing again, it'll save them, et cetera, et cetera. When you get all that stuff, right? It's, I think it works because it adds like this. It works, yes. It, it's hard mm-hmm. to pin down, but it's like an energy, right? It's like a yo, this no, yeah, this absolutely. Feels like it works because it's it's that juvenile thinking, yeah. right? It's like, hey, listen, like maybe if you try this again and reverse it, you know, like it'll work, or let's. It's like, oh no, let's do it for a little longer, a little longer. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like it's very, it's it's the right mentality for the characters in the script, yeah. right? Um, it, it's to stay in the moment, to keep living in the moment because they're having so much fun. Um, they're having it was it looked like a fucking grand old time yeah, they were having boom, until that kid bashes boom, head into yes, the table kid, you know? <laughs> kid starts bashing the, the possessed kid starts bashing his head to the table then he starts to like try and pull out his eye which is oh, you know, so it's good. dope because they pop it out just a little bit, right? And then yes, it's so good. They, like, like they got like I love how they shot it too because they yeah show, they show like, the, the eye coming out a little bit, the fingers actually going yeah, in there, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very that's good. Stuff. Like, that's the good practical stuff, right? Because yeah, like they CG in the blood coming out of his head when he's bashing his head in because it's like of course, right? You can't have like a you know of course, but. But you, but it's shot well because it's dark enough where it doesn't like really yeah, and, impede and that. Still, Unlike in the in the Craven trailer, you see CG blood and everywhere. Still, yeah, Anyways, and <laughs> still you're seeing this kid bashing his head in. So that was the other thing, right? Yes. So it's like wow, many times. Yo. And then it doesn't just end at the table. Yeah, yeah, the table keeps going. It makes sure to show you that like the candle that you're supposed to blow out still lit. Like if you paid attention when yeah. he was leaving the room, you can see the little light of the candle still on. And it's like oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. And so. And And that's where the real plot kicks in, right? It's so, you know, she starts seeing the ghost of her, she starts seeing her mother, and like it turns into this whole thing where she's trying to rescue him because he's trapped in like this limbo area. And so we get this wild sequence of like her, like, so she keeps trying to do the talk to me's, you know, as like a, of course, she's a kid, she's going through all this stuff, you know, trying to save her friend, but she's also like trying to talk to her mother. And she's getting manipulated yes. by, you know, these demons on the other side, like showing her these visions, yeah, and right? she's constantly, you know, she's constantly going, she's constantly doing talks to me. So that's the whole thing. She's doing more and more and more until she sees one of like, oh, well, where is the kid now? And you get this mm-hmm. awesome scene of like limbo where it's like they're like, yes. met, like they're like pulling apart his body yeah, or like it, they're. It reminds me of the um, Event Horizon hell yeah. sequence, right? Where they're showing all this wild stuff going on, and it's really cool because this, like in this, um, um, in this talk to me connection that she's having right now, it's the ghost that's letting her yeah. in, and not you know her letting the ghost in. So the ghost, um, says I can show you where he's at, you know, but you have to follow me. So she goes down here, and just a wild visual of this like purgatory hell kind sure. of thing where this dude's getting just it's, 
like, so, like you know, the it's a, so- a horde of like undead thing. It looks really good. It's really haunting yeah. too. It looks great. Um, again, that was all practical. There's just a scene with people with a bunch of marinara sauce and spaghetti <laughs> on them or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but yeah, but it, it looked yeah, great, that's man. What it was. Yeah, it, it, it looked great. And then we continue with the story as she's getting deeper and deeper with these connections with these ghosts because of all the talk to me, yeah. right? And obviously, she's passing the 90 seconds that you're supposed to like not pass every time she's doing it. So we get to this point where um, she's super like manipulated now. I'm not gonna reveal little details here throughout the story, but she's she's in it to win it right like she's already like okay i gotta follow whatever my mom is telling me kind of thing and the mom's like hey like i can help your friend you know like i like i'll keep him safe over here but you have to kind of relieve him of his pain and this all goes back to a point in the movie where in the beginning of the movie where she's driving and there was a deer i mean a kangaroo i should say yeah yeah in australia Australia, you know it was a kangaroo on the road and they couldn't put it out of its misery so it all ties back to that and um uh it just the end sequence there i'm not gonna spoil too much but it gets really good at the end how how everything goes down with Mia and how just no unfortunately ending, the end sequence so of it unfortunately I do want to spoil it because that's the thing it's okay so, so let's do it so let's full, do it I was being nice no, no, you know me so I love spoiling I, the shows I know things. I know but we have to praise it right so that's the yeah because it's so I, I good right I yeah. don't feel right to say yeah. it's so good because it's just a so. Unfortunately, full spoilers for talks. We're giving it one more time. Like we've been spoiling stuff. Spoil it, but spoil this it. is this is the big one, right? This is the one where it's like if you if you hear this now, I'm sorry, you know, please go see it. But if not, spoiler alert, yes, please. Yes, this is the last one because this is the big one. This is the ending, and it's yes. such a cool yes. ending that it's like you kind of have to see it play out. So that's enough setting the table. So she. Yeah, so the whole thing is if you, you know, if you die while you're possessed, they mention it during the movie, is if you die while you're Mm -hmm. possessed, the hand, they keep, the hand keeps you, they keep you. And so, you know, the the demon who's like her mother tells her, you know, we'll keep, we'll have him, we'll protect him forever once you do this thing, once she kills him. Yeah. So she decides to die herself. She, you know, she, she jumps in front of a car, you see her body, you see the car accident, then you see her get up. And it's like, oh, you know, it it takes a second because you're like, oh, she. It does take a second. Because you're like, oh, she's getting up. But then, you know, she walks around. You don't see people react to her. And then she's in the hospital. And it's such a cool Mm -hmm. sequence because you see, like. Yeah. It, you, you see time moving and I, I know I feel like I've seen something like that before where time starts moving maybe it was like um, you ever A24 uh, you ever see a ghost story where you know the it's the ghost with the sheet that they're in this house and time keeps moving, but they don't really react. Like they don't get to interact with anything. I don't think I've seen that one. I've heard of the name. Yeah, I don't it's think the I've one with one, like actually. the you know the really small stand, like a four by three, like a standard definition kind of thing. But oh, but the whole thing is, okay. it also messes with time in that way. In that like time keeps moving forever and ever until they end up in like a future hellscape or whatever, because it's like everything's gone. So, but the whole thing is. Hmm. She's like she starts walking around the hospital. She sees her friend. She sees Riley, you know, or the, the name of the little brother. He's all healed up, and they start walking away. Yeah, he's all healed up. So, so you can tell like time definitely yeah. passed because he was not. He didn't look like himself at all. He was all just fucked yeah, up. So, so, um, because of all the yeah, injuries it's and great stuff. So, that they confirmed that he was okay. Yeah. You know, and they, you know, but then you see like you see, yeah that, that whatever she did worked, yeah and, and right because obviously it was a soul for a soul sacrifice yes, here right. Yes. Um, so she understood at that very moment, like, cause what she saw, it wasn't Riley on the wheelchair. It was just this old yes. man kind of telling her to put up, to put him out of, um, out of his misery. Yeah. Right? It's the spirit um, possessing and, him. Um, yeah. Like that was the yes, whole thing. Exactly. So, yeah. So he wanted to like, you know, pretty much throw him down a hill into a moving into a highway, a very busy yeah, highway. Yeah. So she understands at that moment once um uh her mom again tells her, which again makeup on the mob, super creepy. It tells her, hey, listen, like we got this. And she kind of was like, wait a minute, like it doesn't sound right. You see something in her click, you know, it's not very blatant, right, you know, but something in her clicked and 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 then from there you see that whole like sequence text I talk about with the with the accident and her throwing yeah. herself in the street. You don't see her throwing herself but 
you see the accident. I think it's very well done too. And that um and then her ghost pretty much getting up, yeah. right? And walking and walking and she ends up in the hospital where she passes by the room of the old man yeah. who's who's you know, who's dead and then she sees her dad who in a previous sequence she had stabbed in the yes. neck, right? But we don't know if he's dead or not. He was he, he was last seen alive because um her friend found her dad kind of still you know so, breathing yeah. but so still my, you know trying my to... interpretation was that he died yeah. because he walks through an elevator that's all lit up and yes. you see a little up sign yeah. and then it closes and she can't go in there so that was my thing is like oh that was my interpretation but that's the thing is like at that point it's all just you know whatever we think happened yeah, right at, at, at that point it doesn't really matter because my thing was like oh maybe her dad is alive and that's the moment where he, he his soul kind of goes yeah, back to the living so, world going it up, could, right which which at that point it yeah, doesn't really matter the final but what really yeah, matters yeah, is that everything yes. goes dark around her she starts seeing a light yes. with a hand reaching out and it's so cool yeah, man it, like and it's cool because like because you don't see the hand until she's walking towards yeah. the light like you see a pinhole yeah. light right at the end and you're like oh light at the end of the tunnel obviously and like no it's not it's actually a freaking hand you know and she shakes it and she realizes then like you know holy shit I'm dead, you know. I'm 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 a ghost. I'm the one shaking this hand, and that the the way they did that, dude, is yeah, so awesome. Yeah, because it goes back like, to the, the, the POV so shot that they've been doing this whole time of like a yeah. ghost sitting there, and then you you're like it's good, man. It's and again, like it plays to the point of the gimmick. Like it doesn't matter how the hand got there, even though we know like she was the last one in possession of the hand, yes. right? Because her dad finds it, right? But now the hand pops up. It looks like in South America or Spain or something because they're talking Spanish yeah. at the end right um so that's what i love about um this gimmick that it's something just you could end every talk to me like this pretty much in some cool form like that where they realize that they're a ghost it's gonna be a thing i know it i'm glad like you said i'm glad it's a24 and not blumhouse yeah we would have got the you're right we would have got the origin of the hand we would have got you know look who's talking to we would have got talk to me again (laughs) talk to me for a fourth time you know uh but yeah man so and the last one, please talk yeah, to me. So you know? that's what I mean. That's why I was like, I had to spoil it because we just kind of had to kind of had to yeah. fully, fully talk about why that ending was so cool and why it's so like, it's satisfying. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's got tropes in it. And there are moments where you're like, mm, I don't know. But at the same time, it's, yeah. it goes by so quickly. Yeah, but those moments kind it of. It goes by so quickly. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The pacing is great. Those little, you know, questionable moments dissipate very yeah. quickly. Um, the tropes, the tropes, as I mentioned before, are a necessity in the story. Like you can't take out those tropes, and the story would be hard to progress. Um, without it, like for instance, when she's getting attacked by her, you know, her demon dad, and it's no one. Her dad comes in, you know, boom, you know, like I saw that one coming, but it's it was totally needed i'm like oh here it comes i know it's gonna happen but like it was it still hit the point it hit the mark even though you knew it was coming because it was so needed in in the progression of the story for her to get to where it is and um for our p- protagonist she's super talented man she she anchored this whole oh, thing yeah um, that actress from, wow, from yeah. point a to point b to point c man and she like did a fantastic job. She goes through the gamut of, of like emotions yeah, in this and thing. Then, and then you know, of course, from happy to sad. And then of course to, the possession, like starting, like yeah. when you get that possession scene, like if that doesn't win you over with her, I don't know what will, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yes. Yeah. Because I like, like it's one of the few possessions that it doesn't have, in my opinion, it doesn't sound like it has um a, voice kind of effect yeah. on it, you know what i mean where where you can tell it's just the actress and these like huge contact lenses yeah. right that they put on her probably um to look like mr burns when he gets all his like medication <laughs> yeah. right so um it's like i bring you yeah. love and i bring you peace <laughs> but anyways folks go watch yeah, talk man. to me it's the probably the best horror movie that's gonna come out this oh, year man um, Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, um, R.I.P. Feeders. You know. it, it almost it took eight months. It took eight <laughs> months, right? Feeders. But we got there. We got there. Um, like I, you know, we have we have the Exorcist in October we and stuff, Exorcist, and then we, we also have five. what Saw. This is new Saw. Saw like, what the Saw fuck ten, is that about, Saw dude? X that takes place in between Saw two, between and, one and no, two. No, it's two and three. So it, yeah, is it? because it, because I read between no, one no, and two. It's between two and three. It's about him trying to fight, trying to figure out a way to get rid of his cancer. It's it's during yeah, he's going to Mexico. Yeah, it's right? during that yeah. era 
because remember during Sajuri, he's you know he's figured it out. He's figured out something. <laughs> and in part, in part two, he was you know that was the whole thing is he was trying to figure, so by Sajuri, he's already doing it. So it's. It, and part one, yeah, part right. one was in, remember in the timeline. Part one was happening at the same time, like um, yeah. So that's as um, I, I want, as like part three or something, yeah, right? It was either it was either part three or like maybe even part four. Like it was definitely like saw it was saw something one like that. was yeah. later. That's the whole thing. Is so it it's in yes. between two and yes. three when he's doing active stuff. So remember you know when what, he's though? wearing his baseball I'm cap glad. and it's like you know to make him look yeah. younger. Like, he's like, hey, young yeah. kids, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where they did the flashback. He was in the supermarket, yes. right? That was his young yeah, version. That was the flashback they did to him because they were like, oh yeah, this is several years younger, John Kramer. And he was just wearing a Anyways, baseball cap. Listen, yeah. we're getting way yeah, off topic yeah, but here. But the point uh, is, you know, this might be yeah. It. Point this is, is that horror, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna get any better than this. Prove me wrong. I would love to be proved yeah. wrong because this movie, I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it was fucking great for a horror movie. It's um, yeah, I really enjoyed the heck out of this thing, and I think you guys will too. Go. See, talk to me in theater, folks. And remember, this has been episode 160 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Big shout out goes to you guys for listening. A big shout out goes to Del Virus for the artwork. Thank you, Del. You're the best, man. And again, big shout out goes to you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. We see you guys checking out all the back episodes. We have 159 of these things in the catalog for you guys. Go check that out anywhere you get your podcasts and your streams. Go check us out on YouTube. This show drops on Mondays, folks. On Mondays, you get all this awesome content now right out, the, right out of the gate in the beginning of your week there so you can listen to it whenever you'd like there. And also, folks, go check us out uh, on YouTube Live, on Twitch Live, Facebook Live on Mondays at 420 when you see this stream right in front of you, folks. And go check out The Crypt. Go check out Scary World. Damn, text, we have a lot over here. Um, folks, just remember, it's a scary world out there, all right? But we are here to walk you through it.